You're listening to Holistic Business Matters with Helen Harding, the show for complementary practitioners, therapists and coaches wanting to run their business in their way. Hello and welcome to episode 25 of Holistic Business Matters. I'm Helen Harding and this week we're talking about how you can write a book as a novice author for your health and well-being business. And I'm actually going to share the process that I took when I wrote my book. Now, I've written hundreds of blog posts and nothing prepared me for the roller coaster of writing a book. I don't really consider myself a, a particularly gifted writer and it was always something that I never excelled in, I suppose, when I was at school. Maths and art were really my thing. But I knew how important it was to learn to write and especially with things like marketing. So one of the things that I did was I created a weekly blog post to just help me to practice writing and develop my skills much better. I was quite surprised then when I'd been writing blog posts for a while, I'd been emailing my list regularly and suddenly out of the blue I got contacted by a publisher and it turns out that somebody who was on my email list worked for a publishing house. They'd be reading my posts and they thought that I would be a good author and could create something that was worthwhile for their audience. And initially, I was just blown away. I couldn't believe that somebody would want to publish a book that I'd written. And I was honoured. And that was quickly followed by a lot of self-doubt. What have I got to say? Who's going to read what I write? I haven't got a book in me. I've never wanted to be an author. So lots of sort of demons came out for, for that sort of side of things. But actually, I know how powerful a book is for a small business. And I know how powerful it would be for me as a marketer. So I said yes, even though I had all those doubts, I still said yes. And I just felt it was an opportunity that I just couldn't turn down. And I suppose there was a part of me that didn't realise the undertaking of writing a book. I I'd got hundreds of blog posts and I kind of figured, well... I've got all of this information. This is what the book's going to be about. So surely it's more about organising and collating everything into a sequence that works and flows. But I was pretty wrong about that. So I thought today I'm going to share the process that I went through in order to pull my book together. So the first thing I did was to look at the structure I find if I work from a structure, if I have like a framework of anything that I'm doing, it really helps me to focus. Occasionally, I kind of wing it with maybe a blog post or an article. But most of the time, I have quite a good structure that I work to. And it just really helps me to get my thoughts onto a page. And I knew with a book, it's a very different animal from trying to write a a blog post. So I wanted to have a structure that gave me that framework. And I thought about the journey that I wanted to take people on. It's not a book that people are going to sit down and read cover to cover, or I'd be very surprised if they did, because it's more of a guidebook or a handbook. It's more of something that you can dip into when you need information on a certain topic or inspiration. 
but I still wanted it to be logical. So my starting point was to get a big A3 art pad and at the top of each page I put the chapter name so I knew what topics I was going to do chapter by chapter and then what I did is I started to work out the smaller topics the individual things that I wanted to talk about in each chapter and I used post-it notes so that I could put them on and move them around and change the order and it gave me this very kind of fluid visual document and by the end of it it just meant that I had this one framework that I could then work to. So the next thing was to look at all of the existing content that I had. As I said, I had hundreds of blog posts. So I looked at how I could repurpose as much of those as possible. So I took my skeleton and I started cross-referencing them with all of the posts that I'd written to work out what I already had and started to basically compile a list of what I had and that was existing and find the gaps that I had and created a list of all of the blog posts that I then needed to write to fill those gaps in. And this was a great exercise because what it did is not only did it give me content for the book, but also it gave me content for the website and for my weekly blog posts. So it was a bit of a win-win really. And in addition to the blogs, I wanted to include some case studies as well of practitioners that had done things in their own ways and that were thriving. So rather than following a blueprint or a process, they created their own recipe, which is what the book's all about. So I had to go about interviewing the people that I wanted to feature and I had to transcribe those interviews and create case studies and submit them to them for approval before I could put those in the book. So that was quite a lot of work there as well. Then it came to actually setting up the document that was the book. And whilst I'm pretty good on Word, I'd never done a book. I'd never done a document of that size. So I spent a bit of time on YouTube and also using the Word help facility to work out how exactly I needed to create this book. And I felt that if I could do this from the start, it meant that I wasn't having to rework things and it saved me a huge amount of time. The publisher also provided me with their writing style guide, which gave the rules that they want you to write to. And whilst this was really helpful, to be fair, some of it I didn't really understand. So luckily the people that were proofing for me did. Um, But you know, it just gave me, again, more of a framework that I could work within. So I started to create this document by basically copying all of the blog posts into it in the order that I wanted them in. And I created this monster document that then needed to be worked and refined and edited. And it took an age. As individual articles, the blog posts were good, but when you put them together, they didn't flow because they were lots of individual articles. And I had to find a way to to make the topics work together and to flow. And there were also a lot of crossovers. So it was trying to make sure that I wasn't repeating myself over and over again. So that whole first edit and refining and deleting just took forever. And it was actually quite challenging. I really found it quite difficult and I was surprised how long that part took. So once I'd got the 
document to a stage where I felt it was about the best I could do. I then employed my team of readers and supporters. And luckily, I'm surrounded by some amazing proofreaders and people with English skills that are above and beyond mine. So my sister Lisa was the first person that reviewed the book in its entirety. And she's a medical herbalist, but she's also an experienced educator. So she's used to training people. So she had this overview. She understood my client base. So she was able to make lots of suggestions about what I should do, how I could approach things. And then my second person was Siobhan, who is a friend and she's an amazing proofreader. And she is the grammar queen. And she went through the document and I discovered I really don't know how to use simple commas. She said, I use a lot of them. But, you know, she went through it for me. She corrected my spelling and my English and my grammar. So with the help of those two, I ended up with this kind of manuscript um, that had to be revised quite a lot of times. I think we must have had about three or four revisions before it was ready for the publisher. But it went right up to the wire. And I actually submitted it at 11.45 p.m. on the night of the deadline. Um, By the time it got to that, I was so sick of the sound of my own voice. Oh, just reading it again, it was just like, no, make it stop. But I got there and I did it and I submitted it. And there was a lot of relief around that. What it didn't prepare me for was then the kind of almost tennis match that then happened between myself and the publisher so I sent it out it was a few weeks before I got it back and then their editor sent it back and when I opened the document I took one look and went oh my gosh it was just red with corrections what I hadn't realized at first when I first looked at it is I double spaced between every sentence and they'd taken those out so that's what made it look really bad once I realized that Actually, there weren't too many corrections because Lisa and Siobhan had done such a great job. But actually, me looking at it with fresh eyes, it was really useful because I could work out there are a couple of elements, there are a couple of areas that just didn't quite work in the way I wanted them to. So there was information that I had to revisit. But we just ended up in this like tennis game. I'd send back the proofs, they'd send them back, I'd send them back. And it just seemed to just go on and on. And then it went from word proofs and it went to like printed proofs where they'd actually laid out the pages and typeset them so I could see what the pages would look like and how they would work and how they would flow. So that was really interesting. But like I say, this whole kind of section backwards and forwards went on for ages And then I got a final read through from somebody with total fresh eyes, my friend Judy, who basically read the book as a last read from somebody who'd never seen it, didn't know the topic, because I wanted to make sure it was understandable. And actually, she found a few bits and pieces that didn't quite work or a couple of typos as well. So I was really pleased that I asked her to do that. Because it just meant that I'm sure there are things in it, but it was just the absolute best I could get it to. 
So once I'd got all of those proofs done, there were still other things that needed to be sorted out. Lots of moving parts, the cover design, the endorsements, creating a launch plan, having synopsis, doing photographs. There's all sorts of things going on with a a book launch. And it's really given me a real respect for authors and what's involved in writing a book because I really didn't have an idea how long this would take and how much was involved. I totally underestimated it. And at the moment, I'm going through some mixed emotions with the whole book thing because it's due to be published in a few weeks and I'm going to get my hands on a copy. And I'm really excited, but I'm a bit scared as well. So I'm really looking forward to getting a copy and seeing it there in print ready. It's been it's been a real journey, but it's been a really good one as well. And it's been brilliant for my own kind of personal development. I've learned loads. I've had to research loads. But it's really helped me to see what's possible. And this book has just been the most massive team effort without the support of Lisa and Siobhan and Judy and also the publisher. It would never have happened. And I'm not sure if I was ready to have self-published, if I'm honest, but it's a traditionally published book and it's coming out on September the 17th in the UK and that's in 2020. And the publisher is offering you a 20% discount if you pre-order. And on top of that, I'm also offering some bonuses. So if you want to get hold of your copy of my new book, which is called Your Holistic Business Recipe, you can go to the show notes and I'll put links to it in there. And the offer from the publisher for the discount is available until the end of September 2020. So if you're listening to it in the future, that offer is available until then. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And for a full blog post and show notes and links, visit helenharding.co.uk forward slash podcast 25. And if you did enjoy it, I'd love it if you could subscribe and take a couple of minutes to leave me a review. I'd really appreciate it because it's going to help the show to get found. So until next time, take care and I'll speak with you soon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, come and join me in our Facebook group, Holistic Business Matters, and join our community of like-minded practitioners, coaches, and therapists, and be inspired and supported to create your business in your way.